If you desire to walk in alignment with your purpose, to live a life of joy, abundance, and fulfillment, you've come to the right place. This is Sarah Locke, and welcome to Purpose Unlocked. Today, I want to talk about a topic that gets a lot of attention in the spiritual space, the mindset space, and the self-improvement space. But I don't think it gets enough attention from Christians, and I think that it provides a lot of opportunity for us to grow in our spiritual journey. And that is the topic of manifestation and the power that it holds and what it looks like for us as Christians. So at a very basic definition, what manifestation is, is bringing your beliefs and thoughts into reality. And as a Christian, what does that look like? Well, obviously we have practices of prayer and gratitude, and we would describe our manifestations as answered prayers. However, when we pray, I don't think that God wants us to pray and sit on the sidelines. What we want is to be more involved in what that journey looks like. Now, I think that the spiritual community does a really great job of defining how to get more actively involved in manifesting those things that we're praying for in our prayer life. And one of the wisest pieces of advice or wisdom that I've ever received was from a high school science teacher. And she said that our faith explains why, but science explains how. And the reason that this was so important to me was because it meant that I could have both. It meant that I could still have a strong faith and the Christian upbringing that I was raised with, but that I could also learn scientific things, learn other things, and use that to help explain how how the world works and not just why it is the way that it is. So I love that. And because of that, I take a similar approach to other things like manifestation. So some people would some people obviously would still just call this prayer. I actually um, talked to my mom about it. As a Christian woman, she seemed a tad apprehensive to my manifestation practices, but I assured her that it's just through prayer and doing what Jesus taught us, which was praying with gratitude, believing that our dreams can come to reality and having just a mustard seed amount of faith. Basically believing everything that we know to be true already and letting it come into existence and being an active part of that. So what I want to do is get into the how. And I've created my own framework that I follow. And I've, I've taken steps that I've learned from my church and from different meditation books that I've read. And I've combined these practices into what I call my goal method. The goal method is exactly what it sounds like, G-O-A-L, and we use that to get to our goals. Now, the G stands for gratitude. So when you start your practice of prayer or meditation, you want to start with gratitude. When you start with gratitude, you're focusing on the good things that are in your life. You're focused on the blessings. And when you focus on something, that's what you see more of in your life. So you see what you're focused on. So if you start with gratitude and you start by focusing on blessings, that allows more blessings to come and bless you. Then the O is for opportunity. 
What I love about opportunity is they could be failures and shortcomings. But what I learned from my time in corporate America is that these failures and shortcomings are growth opportunities. So we want to call out the things that we've done in our lives. So the things that we need forgiveness for, the things where we feel like we have that growth opportunity areas in our life that we think need improving, and just being really honest about where we are on that journey. The opportunity also gives you the opportunity to forgive people that that you need to forgive in your life. And this is such an important step because it releases you from so much. And I definitely want to do more about forgiveness at another time. But know that forgiving yourself, asking for forgiveness, being really honest about where you are and where you need to improve, and then forgiving others is a really beautiful part of the practice and a step that you definitely don't want to skip. The A is all of our favorite part, which is ask. And when I say ask, you can ask for literally anything in Anything that you can imagine, you can ask for. I think that as Christians, we're taught not to ask for things like money or wealth. And I just want you to know that's not true. If you if you need to make more money to take care of your family, money is not evil. Wanting it is not a bad thing. It's just a tool. Money is neutral. And I think that a lot of Christians believe that we can't be asking for God for money. Um, and and I just don't believe that to be true. I have asked for a lot, a lot of things. And to be honest with you, some of the craziest things that I've asked for, I've really gotten. And I like to joke with my husband that I know that I can manifest because I manifested a whole man. <laughs> and of course, referring to him, because when I tell you I used to pray, I used to pray so hard. And so many of the, like everything that was on my list and then some. God answered. So I, I always tell him that God handcrafted him for me. And I truly believe that. And I think that whatever you want in this world, you can ask for and you can manifest. There are even certain things that I can't really admit online that I have prayed for and manifested, right? Because some things are embarrassing. Like some, you could even ask for, you can ask for healing for your own body. You can ask for healing for other people, right? Those are things that we usually ask for. But just know that you can ask for literally anything. The sky is the limit. God wants you to come to him with everything, all of your thoughts, all of your desires. So bring those to him. And like I said, you if you ask for monetary things, that's not a bad thing. Is he going to say yes every time and you're going to win the lottery? No, probably not. <laughs> but But he will present opportunities for to open the door for you to make more money. And it's real, it, because this is something that I have prayed about, I have wanted to manifest more in my life and it's something that I, I bring to God. And I've been given crazy opportunities out of nowhere to increase my salary. So like I said, money is a tool, it's not evil. Being obsessed with money, that's the root of evil. But using it responsibly is, really important. And I think more people, especially God-loving people, need to utilize that tool the way that it needs to be used. So that's ask. Finally, the L is for listen. 
So if you're asking God for all of these things and you want him to work in your life, you need to listen and hear from him and understand like what is the direction that he wants your life to go in? What does he want you to do? And I think that this part is so important because when a parent tells you something, are they telling you just for you to hear what they're saying? No, they want you to do the thing that they just asked you to do, right? And if you don't do it, what are they gonna tell you? Why don't you listen? <laughs> and I feel like God probably gets frustrated like that with us sometimes because of the things that we feel called to do or we know that he's pulling us to do and we're just fighting it tooth and nail. I know that I am very, very, very guilty of that. So when you feel called to do something, go after it. He doesn't want you sitting on the sidelines. He wants you a part of the game. And I think that that's, that part's really important. If you want to be making progress in your life and you want to be making progress towards those goals, you need to hear what, what is the next step. You need to feel what the next step is. And then you need to execute. You need to go after it. So that is the goal method. Gratitude, opportunity, ask, and listen. Now, the caveats that I will add to this at the end. A, you have to believe in this power. You have the power of God inside of you. Jesus gifted us the Holy Spirit. It lives inside of us. So we have this crazy power that so many of us aren't utilizing. So just believe in the depths of your soul that you have this power and you can make anything happen. And number two, sometimes God's going to say no. If you ask for a Lamborghini, are you going to get a Lamborghini? I don't know. You might, but sometimes God's going to say no. And unfortunately, sometimes it's also going to happen with really serious things that you're asking for. So for me personally, I've had God say no to really, really hard situations. And sometimes it's because God has something so much greater and better planned for us that it's not a no, you don't deserve it. It's a no, you deserve so much more. So remember that because I, I prayed and prayed and prayed so hard that God would heal my first husband. And, and I still pray for that, but it's no longer a prayer that I pray for myself. It's a prayer because I don't want that back in my life, but, but it's a prayer that I pray for him because even though I didn't, we didn't get that end, that happy ending together. It doesn't mean that I don't think that he still deserves one. So I still pray for healing for him. But what God delivered me from, what he was able to create in me as a result of that situation, he, he didn't say, no, Sarah, you don't deserve love. He said, no, you deserve so much greater. And that's what I have. So I'm sorry for getting emotional, but this is just something that I believe so strongly. I serve a really big God who restores lives and restores hope and restores love. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he can do the same for you. Thank you for the precious gift of your time. If you found this helpful, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with someone you love. Until next time, count your blessings, love yourself, and stay fabulous.